HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Root 11 Potato Chips. Made with a secret recipe and superior ingredients, their mission is to make an outstanding product in a safe and clean environment. For more information, visit www.rt11.com. I'm Erica Wise, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. About music with musical dudes, finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
Oh my goodness. Uh, that sun is going to melt away all the snow, am I right? Uh, that was just... Be- <laughs> Maybe. That was just uh, Best Friends by Spirit Animal, who will be playing live later in studio. It is so nasty out there. Gross. So unexpected. Well, which one is this? Is this, blizzard? Is this half a dozen blizzard? It's number six this season? I think so. I stopped really? counting. I think so. Oh my god. It's... Uh, I woke up today. I didn't even look at the weather today, and I woke up, and I went... I was like, oh, it's raining. And then I was like, no, wait, it's freezing outside. That's not rain. That's a blizzard. Hmm. Um, and I'm not wearing appropriate shoes. Right. Oh, you're not the only one in this yeah. room. Yeah. I don't think anybody in this room is. Well, you look like you're, <laughs> hey, you're good to go. Uh, eh, close enough. Sneakers. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to Snacky Tunes. I'm one half your host, Dare Bresnitz. Greg Bresnitz is not with us today. Shout out to him and the fam who are all hanging out. Uh, we are super pumped because this is unexpectedly a show that's going to touch on a little bit about South by Southwest, as we have some people who are from Austin showing up a little bit later, the boys from Olame, um, and uh, we'll be talking about all of us heading down there. But first up, I want to welcome Aaron from Chef's Club by Food & Wine. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to say that this was an Instagram relationship. I think so. Right? Yeah. Thank you to Instagram for the, <laughs> for the, uh, the new DM um, capabilities. The feature's I, key. The feature's key. Uh, you guys... Have been posting some killer food pics, and normally I just like I don't usually interact, but you guys had some such good stuff and such an awesome concept that I I did the old cold call. Right. I don't know what a cold call is on Instagram. I don't know what the term is. I think if you initiate the DM, that's a that's a yeah, cold call. That's a cold call. Totally. Uh, well, Aaron, why don't you tell people about Chef's Club by Food and Wine for those who don't know what it is? Sure. Uh, so it's kind of a uh, the way we approach it is almost like an art gallery, but uh, for food. Uh, so we have rotating chefs uh, for the time being in the main dining room. These guys will be here for a year, and so they they work with us. They work with our team who's set here in New York uh, to um, really nail down some, some awesome recipes that will take us through the whole uh, year, through all the seasons. And uh, right now we have Eric Anderson, uh, who used to be at the Catbird Seat in Nashville, Which? and is going to open a restaurant in uh, Minneapolis called Brute later this year. Minneapolis is sort of on fire right now. Yeah, I mean Nashville Spoon I, and Stable. And... Yeah, um, I had the pleasure of eating at Catbird Seat earlier this year, and it was phenomenal. Under the new regime. Under the new regime. Yeah, that but guy, that guy's killer, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor's cool. But um, you go to this restaurant, and you're like, "Where's the kitchen?" And you go, "Wait, this is the kitchen." And you go, "How are you putting up this type of food in this kitchen?" It's it's tiny. It's it's size of my apartment. So, what made food and wine want to get into the restaurant business? Um, that's that's a good question. I I think uh, that the president of Chef's Club is a Belgian gentleman named Stefan de Bates. Um, went to them with the idea sometime in early 2012, and he opened up in Aspen uh, late that year. Um, we've only been open in New York since uh, November 21st, so uh, about three months into it. And uh, I think that it is—it's uh, sort of a way for the restaurant. It's a way for the restaurant to come alive. It's a, the restaurant's a way for the magazine to come alive, rather I should say. Um, and uh, the the basic uh, sort of framework is that we look with—we uh, work with all the old best new chefs from Food and Wine. So every year they they uh, select ten of these from around the country, and uh, we work with those chefs to develop the recipes for the restaurant itself and then in the back of the restaurant is a studio kitchen where we seat about 20 uh and that's kind of my domain in chef's club by food and wine so i'm trying to uh rotate that lineup uh pretty pretty regularly 
it's pretty important these days for magazines, both digital and physical, to have these experiential offshoots. Have you found that people who are showing up are fans of magazines or just fans of food in general or both? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's the it's it's as much about uh, having the food of a chef from another city that you may not be able to travel to as it is having that food together with Dana Cowan and with Kate Crater and with uh, with the editorial team from Food and Wine magazine. I mean, they're their personalities, their food personalities in and of itself and I think uh, that aspect of it is, is represents an extreme added value for us. I mean, nothing like giving people access, right? Oh, to definitely. see something in the magazine and then to give them the option to just hop on the train and then just be eating it, you know, potentially maybe in 30 minutes. Uh, totally. And then uh, we, we tie in the magazine in a couple of different ways. In the, in the main restaurant, uh, there's always a salad that is from that month's uh, issue of Food & Wine magazine. Amazing. There's always a dessert like that. Uh, when we have the visiting chefs from out of town in the studio, we often also have them prepare dishes for the main dining room. Awesome. Um, so how did you get involved uh, with the restaurant itself? You actually used to work at this small little pizza place. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. Roberta's? I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, I used to uh, be sort of a pizza pimp for a few years, uh, good almost three years or so. Uh, here at Roberta's, and I loved it. I loved it. Um, the president of Chef's Club came to eat at Roberta's last summer, and we sort of connected because we have a same favorite restaurant in the United States. Which is? Which is Cezanne in San Francisco. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that's sort of the low-hanging fruit. That's, that's an easy answer. It's you, an amazing restaurant. but You know what, though? I think when you get into a city like New York or San Francisco to say that I have this one favorite restaurant, I don't think it's that easy when you really love food. It's true. It's true. I mean, look, my favorite restaurant in San Francisco is El Ferralito, but you know, that's nice just... the tacos, yeah, yeah, or the burritos, I should say. Well, I'm a quesadilla, oh, you're uh, a quesadilla supreme man. guy. Yeah, okay, fair, fair, fair. I like the crispiness. Yeah, I like. I just like. Uh, I just like the crispiness. So you guys met. You connected. Yeah, we met. We connected. We had a few coffees here and there. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, his concept, and I told him a lot about what I was doing, which was half the week I was not at Roberta's, and I was uh, working on a book. I'm uh, writing a book with Fight and Press oh, about awesome. the uh, dishes that sort of changed the course of gastronomy over time. So it's really uh, restaurant focused, not home cooking necessarily, but it'll go back around 200 years or so, and uh, sort of try to map out things that are emulated all around the world or something that was important for a particular person's career or maybe the dish that you think about when you think of New York in 1987. Or Which whatever. was? Uh, beggar's Purses at the Quilted Giraffe. Barry oh, Wine. Yeah, he used to, he used to uh, tie people's hands behind their back, uh, rich people, just whatever, you know, have, have, have tie their hands behind their back and make them eat it like that. Make are you serious? Money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But. That's one of those restaurants that I wish um, I had been old enough to, to go back in time and Same actually here. that was bef- that was before my era and Les Benas and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I missed out on these these restaurants so in, in diving into the research for this project I mean it sort of allows me to get a, a little bit of, of uh, a glimpse of what was happening I mean that's when you go to like a Chez Panis and you walk in and you go I've seen this menu before and then you go mm-hmm. oh wait this menu started here and it's been just copycatted in sometimes not so great forms Throughout the country, if not the world. Oh, definitely. That was my first job, so she's going to figure into it for sure. Oh, really? What's the dish for her? Uh, probably the baked goat cheese mm. salad with the different lettuces or whatever, because who, who knew that lettuces uh, was a plural uh, term? Lettuce-i? Yeah. Lettuce-y? Lettuces. Lettuce-y? Lettuce-y. 
Um, and so, um, before we go to break, I want to talk just quickly about the studio at the Chef's Club, um, which we, which is sort of the uh, 16-seat to 20-seater in the back, and how it ties into the main restaurant. Sure. Uh, we have events in there right now, maybe 10 to 12 nights a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, I want that somewhere around 15 or 20. Uh, it will be chefs from not only all around the country, but all around the world, and they'll stay for two to three night kind of residencies uh we may have some that are a little bit more extended than that but that's sort of the basis for now and uh they have complete autonomy so they cook whatever they want and uh our job is to make sure that they have a good time doing that and make sure that we sell the tickets to it and uh cultivate some sort of an interest in the restaurants in new york city and make it so that you know maybe the people who have attended these dinners want to go to Austin now, and they want to go to Nashville, and they want to go to San Francisco, and they want to try these restaurants over there. Um, but it's just, it's just sort of uh, it's, e- it's easy access for New Yorkers to, to try uh, the cuisine of people from all over the place. Um, and some of those dishes do wind up in the main restaurant, though, if you're not lucky enough to get a seat in the back. Yeah, definitely. We, we have to tie it in like that because uh, it's, it, just, it opens it up on a much broader scale. In the, in the studio, we seat up to about 20, but you can't really squeeze more than that. And uh, as for the time being, we've only done one turn, so that means 20, 40 people uh, will get to try these people's dishes. But, uh, you know, we're seating 120 in the main dining room and if we put a special or two on the menu in the main dining room that many more people get to sample that food yeah get i mean to know about those chefs nothing i mean nothing is like being so close to a meal and not being able to eat it no, it's frustrating it's yeah so, for sure you're like what's so going on over there and you're what's, like ah. what's going on over there it's like i made it to the restaurant it's like well did you get that it's like no yeah it's yeah like, you, you always have the like did did i order correctly you know you go home feeling guilty i mean i pretty much won't travel anywhere now where i know that i can't have every meal count to something that's awesome there's just regions like i'm sure cuba is beautiful have not heard a lot of great things about the food probably won't go to cuba right yeah no same i mean there's too many places to eat in the world for me to go on a trip and not have great meals all the time mm -hmm. but maybe i don't have to go as many trips with you guys in in new york hopefully that's uh that's our hope all right well we have the only guys in the house because they're cooking in the studio which i'm super excited about because i thought i was gonna have to wait to austin to see these Two shining faces. You guys, we got you a blizzard today. I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the, the weather up here versus what I'm sure is some sunny, sunniness out of Austin. It's nice to be back. Yeah. yeah. It's nice um, to be back in New York. Well, we're going to take a quick musical break. Conosco me praticano segreti occulti che danno loro il potere di agire sulla realtà, sulle persone, ma solo, ripeto, solo in senso maligno. Capisce, caro? Il loro scopo è ottenere vantaggi materiali e personali, ma possono raggiungerli esclusivamente con il male degli altri, con la malattia, con la sofferenza, il dolore. E non di rado con la morte di coloro che prendono di mira per una qualsiasi ragione. Hey, Lieutenant, wasn't this the old Hodgstetter place?
little real firecracker of a song. Just we're trying to keep things warm uh, here because it's so effing cold outside. Uh, I want to wait, uh, welcome the boys of Ola May to Snacky Tunes. Welcome. Thank you. Why don't you guys intru- introduce yourself? Say who you are, what you do, favorite topping of your biscuit. Um, Gray Nonis. I'm the one of the chefs at Ola May, and uh, salt and pepper chicken grease. Ooh. Michael Fotage, also chef at Ola May. Also, salt and pepper chicken grease. And for those who don't know what salt and pepper chicken grease is, is it anything more than just schmaltz and salt and pepper? That is correct. You nailed it. Oh, my God. It's also our new song title. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. That's a good t- song title. I remember when you guys were at the uh, Eater Awards, and I was just extending the conversation to see how many biscuits I could eat and like keep you interested before you realized that I was just housing all the plates in front of me. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, super excited. Welcome to New York. We got you the worst weather possible. Um, but you guys are going to be keeping it hot in the kitchen at the studio uh, for Chef's Club by Food and Wine. Um, what do you guys bring into the table for these... Uh, these? It's two nights, right? Tuesday and Wednesday? Two nights. Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. Monday night. Tuesday night. Yep. What are you guys cooking? We're cooking some food. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, this has um, been Snacky Tunes. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, no, we're, uh, we're, we're showcasing um, uh, stuff that we... What we're doing right now uh, in Austin with uh with the season um and the locality of what we do in uh at Olame in austin texas uh so right now it's it's relatively kind of what our spring starts it's your dead winter yeah and it's our spring uh starting so uh kind of showcasing that showcasing you know what we do um Kind of bringing the, the south to the north. Yeah. So how did Ola May get started? Um, what's the quick 30-second Wikipedia intro of the launch of the restaurant? Ola May is, uh, is a family name for me. It's my mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother's first name, all from Jackson, Tennessee. Um, southern food has always been a thing. Uh, Gray and I met working together in Los Angeles for John and Vinny at Son of a Gun. Uh, Shout out to those guys. Yeah. Killing it. Uh, and <clears throat> really enjoyed working together um, and thought, you know, Austin uh, is a great place to live. Uh, the produce scene, uh, which we uh, depend on greatly, is uh, becoming more and more, more dynamic every day. And so we thought, why not take uh, these ideas about uh, procurement that are more common in California? Why not bring them to Austin and, and give it a swing? Yeah. And uh, you guys are very new, been around just a few months, and you guys have already got nominated for James Beard Award, which is very exciting. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. How was that day? It was that. Was, did you just automatically feel the pressure on your shoulders, or did you were just like we just take it in stride? Uh, I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> it was really joyous. It was, uh, you know, it was like a, I, I've been equating it recently, like. As a as a former elementary school nerd, I, I was like, "Wow, you know, it's like when the really cool kid calls you and is like, hey, do you want to like come to my birthday party?'" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> so it's really exciting. I mean, it's one of those things where you know, it, it is the nomination alone is is just incredible for you know what you what we do every day, uh, unexpectedly, obviously, you know, and. 
um, everybody has been, you know, calling and congratulating us. And it's been really, really nice because it's, we put a lot into what we do every day. So, yeah. And this is going to be exciting for, to have this booked at Chef's Club because not only is it a destination restaurant, but it's a James Beard nominated restaurant. Um, how is it like working with bringing, like, what do you bring? How do you showcase in one meal what you guys stand for in New York? We bring a lot of produce already ready to go. And, and uh, we do the, you know, we have a very small team. Uh, Gray and I do the lion's share of the work day to day. So um, it was add a little bit more stuff um, and then put it in coolers and bring it on a plane with us and hope for the best. And uh, we're here. We're lucky. Um, things worked out great. Yeah. We packed a lot of soul in that cooler. So A lot of soul? A, a lot, lot of soul. soul. Lot yeah. of, so you'd be serving fish? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> we actually are serving flounder so yeah we are we are serving a type of yes nice um so can you guys talk about the menu a little bit and talk about how it's going to work and maybe you can uh, aaron you can talk a little bit about how these dinners are presented and then what what are the uh main restaurant uh dining population going to get from the restaurant as well cool uh i'm sworn to secrecy oh really i'm just kidding i'm not not not, not really but we signed it we haven't we haven't been uh publishing the menus in advance but uh it's okay no one listens to the show so it doesn't make a difference (laughs) 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 well that in that case in that case case, let's really open up here um let's see what are we doing beat hush puppies (laughs) okay smoky fish dip on crackers sliced ham with tennessee truffle honeycomb Kilt white button mushroom salad with warm country ham vinaigrette, tarragon, and ketchup. And there are like 15 other things like this. So yeah, you guys uh, really, you guys really so got that. They're menu. not playing around. I, I told them they could cook whatever they want. They're like, all right, cool, we'll cook these 15 things. And I was like, great. Yeah, awesome. so we, we have the menu, like, we have it all figured out. And some things are, you know, because of how we do, how we work, and how we cook, things are subject to change. So every day is something different. So you might work on a dish the whole season. And finally get it right, put it on the menu, and the next day your farmer tells you he doesn't have any more cauliflower. So you have to figure out, well, next year, maybe. Yeah. So that happens. So when we write menus, we try to push it, push it, push it, push it, push it to a window that's like, okay, right. this next week. And in this past week, we still had audibles, so we still had to <laughs> kind of throw things, some things around or take away. And we've compiled, I think... It's still like crazy amount. It's still like ten things, a couple of bites, and then um, a secret special course and uh, a childhood audible and a bunch of other things. So those sound like uh, like mystery clues, right? In a young adult novel, right? (laughs) Choose your own adventure. Um, And so, and then I'm assuming the biscuits as well. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I yes. feel like I yes. feel like those Don't are make assumptions. I, I won't assume anything, but I feel you know that is a dish, and you could talk about it. I mean, I think for as long as you are Olame, you're going to have to have these biscuits at whatever you do because if you don't do it, people are going to lose their minds. Not if they win the award, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 often have this conversation about you know. Is only made to find by by biscuit and and alone, and certainly not. But yeah, you're right. I mean, everywhere we go, it's something that 
that we talk about. I mean, we have this conversation a lot here where, you know, the Roberta's empire started with pizza. The Frankie Spatino empire started with the meatball. And, you know, a lot of times you can have that one dish be your, you know, that's your, that's your winner. That's your, that's your stud. That's your horse. And then you can build around that one dish, but people are always going to want to have the pizza, the meatballs, the biscuit, and things like that. But that biscuit's allowing you to make whatever you want. I mean, your menus change so radically from week to week to month to month, but everyone knows that they're going to go in. I mean, flour and water don't really go out of season. Right. I mean, you're absolutely right. That's the idea. It's like there's only, you know, a couple of things that stick around all the time, um, and it's a pickle plate and a biscuit. Yeah, and the, and the pickles change based off of the season. So realistically, it's it is just a biscuit, but that's not even on the menu. So it's not even on the menu. That's the secret menu. You got to wink. You just like have to know. But it's like you know, I went to a club clearly with, yeah. people know. <laughs> yeah, because we yeah. sell a lot of biscuits. We sell a lot of biscuits. So. I, well, I went to a club this weekend and I asked for the pickle plate and the biscuit, and I got something. Way different <laughs> than I'm gonna get all of it. Um, but oh, I mean, uh, depends on what time you come in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, are you guys excited for South by? Because I know you know this is sort of the first time that you've been open when a huge, whole new crew of people are coming in. Are you are the phones off, ringing off the hook? You guys totally booked up. We're we're busy. We we have a we have a buyout for some people that I don't know. I don't know if you know them or not. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm familiar. With not them. really thrilled about it. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm very excited to be working with you guys. Yeah, no, we're excited. Uh, no, we're this is our first South by experience. I think uh, I think we'll be busy. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think. I mean, you know, with the uh, Texas Monthly getting like the two spot, the James Beard Award. I think people now as they start relaying like it's March and start making their reservations. You guys are going to see the phones ringing off the hook. Um, and it's going to be great. You guys are going to be busy. No, we're excited. we got to make a lot of biscuits. A lot of biscuits. Yeah. A lot of biscuits. Um, and are you guys going to have any places that you're going to eat while you're in town? In New York? In New York? Yeah. Uh, we kind of like throwing it around a little bit. We're not sure because we don't know like our time. Yeah. But uh, definitely have to eat some beef. Apparently, <laughs> what type? Um, what like corned beef, like Katz's? No, well, we definitely, I, I definitely need to put a, a bagel in my stomach, maybe some Jewish deli for sure. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, black seed bagels is just crushing it right now. Um, and you could, you can, you could do a mile end to black seed bagel one two hop, and that's always great. Chinese food, yeah, it's the stuff that we don't have. I like, I mean, say what you will, NY, great NY noodle town is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing some fist pumping in the back <laughs> in the studio. Um, well, you don't need ramen because ramen, Tatsayu, Dan Austin is the best ramen I've ever had. Shout out. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, there, I mean, New York is tough because you're like, how many? How much can my stomach take? Yeah, we're, you know, I I would kill to go to Samia. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Jose's a good friend. Uh, Batard, uh, friends on both of those teams are... Uh, we're really honored to be on the list with them for James Beard. Oh yeah, I mean, um, shout out to them. Like Redmond, have you know, Havemeyer, like just crushing it. I know. Why can they be open on uh, Sunday night? Come I don't on. know. It's a European model. <laughs> European model. Hey man, just do like double cook your dinner, then go over to them and have like post dinner dinner, right? We're in a texting war about it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I want to thank you guys. Stick around. We have some pizzas and some salads coming in. Aaron, what are the details for people who want to check out Seth's Club? Uh, so for the, for these dinners, these next couple of days, uh, 
Give us a call if you want to roll the dice on a cancellation or two. We're, we're pretty booked up right now on Shock, that. But uh, you never know. Just crazy stuff happens day of. Uh, phone number is 212-941-1100. Um, otherwise, you can book up dinner in the regular restaurant um, on chefsclub.com. Awesome. And for people who want to start getting their South By reservations now, Olamay, what's the info there? 512-474-2796. Uh, open Tuesday to Saturday, 5.30 to about 10 or 11. And uh, reservations made, uh, Yelp seat me. Awesome. Reservations, highly suggested. Highly suggested. Highly suggested for both restaurants. And both you guys have great Instagram games. I know Chef Club does. How's your Instagram game, Olamay? Oh, rock solid. Rock solid? No oh, question. Yeah. No question. Just uh, beautiful shots of biscuits and schmaltz and salt and pepper. Um, we'll stick around. I'm not going to send you out into that cold without some food and some drinks. Uh, we have Spirit Animal coming up next. Thank you. 
you know, you know, and we were just talking about that, like trying to make mixtapes or like putting together playlists and uh, ninety minute playlists are that's a lot of time to fill up yeah. with like the best stuff. The well, because the, the the audience is is super diverse. Yeah, if, if you're like into cool music, then you're into lots of different music, and so it gets tricky. Does you're gonna lose someone gonna lose interest when you throw on you know that crazy Aphex Twin track? I know. It, and it, you it, have to. You have to. <laughs> God, I remember when I remember like if I go back, I'm sure there's, you know, for like two or three years, the same song would show up. I'm like, I can't not put this on. Right. I can't not put this on. <laughs> um, well, we got Spirit Animal in the house. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for slugging it out in the inappropriate footwear. But I feel like now we're all in this together. That we don't have our feet aren't warm, so it's okay. Yeah, well, I can actually feel mine. So it's, yeah, it's really a moot whether you know warm or not. Um, well, why don't you guys introduce yourself and uh, say what you do in the band? I'm Steve. Uh, I sing and dance. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yep. I'm Cal. I play uh, guitar um, among other things, and Paul's over there on the camera. Yep. Nice. Ron's over there. Throwing up the peace sign. Beautiful. Radio peace sign. Radio peace sign. <laughs> Trust us. For, for all you listeners out there, it may have been the best radio peace sign we've ever it was, seen. It, it did have like a sign. kind of like a... Um, so you guys are sort of crushing it right now. Uh, the Blackjack White, over a million listens on Spotify. Yep. W- were you watching it? Were you like just like sitting there and just like watching it creep to a million? Or did you forget about it for a few weeks and wake up one day and you're like, oh, it's, it's at a million? We watched it till maybe about half a million. Yeah. Okay. We, we made our little like... Self congratulatory, congratulatory, two hundred fifty thousand five hundred, and then you kind of were like, "Act like you've been there before," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop talking about this, yeah. like, you know. Hey man, hey, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, that's great. No, it's cool. It's super cool, and it's growing now. Actually, it, it kind of like it dipped, and now it's like kind of like flaming up again. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's sort of like a tipping point in some ways, where like once a song gets into that, uh, I don't Critical know, like mass. that algorithm. Where like oh enough people like it and then it starts getting yeah. a playlist and it gets even more and more totally. and more. Totally. The Malcolm Gladwell effect. Oh yes, uh, we're gonna hijack talking about you and talk about uh, outliers <laughs> and tipping points. Um, and so you guys are in the middle of a staycation right now, just working we on music, st- hanging out, staycationing. Yeah, we've been uh, writing like hardcore for a few months, and uh, this five days we're in right now is kind of like that last leg, taking stuff from demo to. Fully fledged, you know, craziness. Adding, you know, new parts that, even though we've been thinking about this stuff for a couple of months, might have not presented themselves yet. And then we're pretty much um, done with those, and we're ready to record. Hopefully, in theory. What's a eureka moment for you guys? Like, wh- describe the last one where you go, "Hey, man, I just, I just saw it." The song we're playing today, the first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, we. You know, we're like a rock band. It's super high energy. It's a party. It's fun. Love so it. it's a little it's a little tricky to get tender, especially you know we're new to a lot of people. It can be kind of like which 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 way are they going? But this new song, we just decided to lop off everything for the first minute and just make it this kind of acoustic, you know, Americana thing. And it kind of opened it up because then <clears throat> the impact of everything else just kind of got a boost. Yeah. So and that, also made it perfect to play in here because right just keep you know normally halfway through the song it kicks into rock and roll craziness but you're just gonna get a full dose of sensitivity yeah yeah that's all right yeah speaking of speaking of pickle plates pickle plates (laughs) uh well i mean we got to hear the song now right yeah i guess so So this is uh pickle plate and the schmaltz yeah pickle pot and the uh salt and pepper schmaltz uh but the the actual working title is 
Uh, American Boy. Okay, here we go. Uh, Spirit Animal, American Boy, live on Snacky Tunes. Here we go. American way What do you believe in boy What you got to say I say hey Makes me shout out loud Glory come and glory go Hold the line as long as we can Everybody knows But I think we should tell it again What are you leaving for? Thought you had something to say That's what believing's for that's why you came Tell me your name I say hey Makes me shout out loud Glory come and glory go Hold the line as long as we can Story everybody knows But I think we should tell it again Glory come and glory go Hold the line as long as we can Story everybody knows But I think we should tell it again You know, I went back and listened to uh, the demo for The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. And uh, Thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying it, your story reminded me of that. Like, that was a song that was radically different. And then they obviously went through some serious editing and turned into a powerhouse like yeah. you guys have. Totally. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we're pumped about it. Yeah. And we're probably going to start including it in the set, hopefully, for Texas. So. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about sexes. Hard, hard to, we're all going to... You guys are... It's like your menu. We just kind of audible. Yeah. <laughs> Food and music, man, just like this. Yeah. Just like this. Well, I mean, I usually find that there's no better time to like enjoy great food and great music than South by Southwest. Yeah. Um, usually by like day two, I'm so full of like brisket and queso and tacos and micheladas yeah. and like listen like at a show being like, this is so great. So great. Yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty special and uh, we love it. We're really excited. And then as far as the food and music goes, we're actually playing at uh, La Barbecue, so it's kind of a like a like a barbecue food event. Uh, yeah. Music event. So my tip is probably don't eat before you play. Oh yeah, um, that's just I I I can't remember that enough. So is this your first South by as Spirit Animal? No, no. Uh, we were there last year um, and the year before. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are old hats at this, old cowboy hats, if you will. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have our um, you know like leave Austin food missions. 
Okay. What's which, a- and we have kind of like a bandwagon now where like a couple people know that if they want to get to Lockhart yep. or Taylor, there's a couple extra seats in the span van. <laughs> I usually, since I fly in like a little bit early, I usually wait and offer to do the pickup from somebody at the airport and then just keep on going to Lockhart with right. them. Totally. Uh, what's, what's your place out in Lockhart? I'm a Smitty's guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, but we're going to try Kreitz this year just to see. Like, oh, we got a thumbs, thumbs up, up from the old man, guys. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, but see, the beef rib at Louis Miller, I can't imagine someone doing that, that better. No. So I'm a little nervous about even just, going just there on the rib. At, uh, oh, Kreitz, pork yeah. ribs. Kreitz's is well, just, uh, they're so peppery and so awesome and so smoky. Yeah. The first time I went there, um, I went with this amazing guy named Steve Harrigan, who's a writer for Texas Monthly, and I asked for sauce unknowingly. And oh. He guy. just, he's sort of like, he's like, mm, like, mm. <laughs> But the ribs at Smitty's are, they're like, so, they're weird because they're smoky, but they're they're lacquered and like, a Chinese food type of uh-huh. ribs that I just I've never seen anywhere else. I'm all brisket at, at Smitty's, and the okay. sausage actually was is my favorite of the couple that we've had down there too. But I feel like Blacks is sort of the king of sausage out in Lockhart. But we could look, we could we could go on for days. We could, yeah, <laughs> but um, there's no way you're changing our minds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, remember that time Spirit Animal was on? He got in a fist fight about bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's great. So you're playing. So are you the guys? Are you the type of band that plays? Which is now the trend of doing a dozen shows, or are you like a well-picked four to six type of shows? We we did a little bit more of the former in previous yeah. years. This yeah. year, we're kind of doing a little more selective. So you're playing La Barbecue, which is the most definitely one of record showcase, right? Correct. Um, and Live Vibe with Diary of Planet, which... Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, That's what hey, happens man. if you eat the barbecue yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no longer just a it's band. It's no coincidence that they're yeah. playing after no, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of good bands on that bill, actually. That, yeah. uh, cr- I mean, the second day is off the chain, yeah. Yeah. Mini Mansions, Cruiser. And cru- Cruiser's like Cruiser. signed to Vagrant, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Shout out to Cruiser, then. Big song, yeah. All the um, and then you're doing two shows at Canadian Music Week. Yeah, but, but that's a little bit later. That's in May and June. That's like the kickoff for our national tour. So we're doing actually playing a Cornell with Cool AD from Das Racist. Really, first show, and then Canadian Music Week. So it kicks off kind of like in an epic fashion. And where's Canadian Music Week? Toronto. Okay, and it's you got to go to Parts and Labor. I've never been. I only right. follow on Instagram, but I'm obsessed. Boom. They're yeah, supposed to have a killer burger, right? Killer burger. Yeah. Leaves America, orders burger. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, look, America's Top Hat makes an awesome burger. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's great. So you guys are going to go on a ma- massive, massive tour? It's two months, right? Six, six yeah, weeks. Six weeks. Six it, weeks it's yeah. getting up there. What's your uh, van game like? You guys all play nicely in the car together? We own one. That's probably all you need to know. <laughs> you own a van? No, we, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, our van game is pretty tight. Yeah. you got a nice we, dynamic. We've been... We've been Spend enough time in the van where it's like you either figure it out or you you break up. So we're still here. <laughs> I I think so. What's the uh, what's the music s- situation in there? I mean, we're Spotify. Yeah. I, I I go I go pretty hard on the SoundCloud to keep the electronic vibes. Okay, but we're all Spotify um, fluent. Yeah, nineties nineties playlist is a good way if you're struggling. You oh yeah, some classic gems. Yeah, nineties yeah. radio. We keep will. it. We keep it pretty diverse. I mean, we all come from such different backgrounds musically that we're sort of. It's it's like an education session every time someone else plugs in their iPhone. You guys ever uh, get any inspiration from a van music sort of session that turned into a song? Um, 
You could say no. No. It's a weird, it's a weird question. Yeah. It's a weird question. I'm not a music <laughs> yeah. journalist. It's, it's yeah. just an odd, it's an no, odd no. There's some music making that goes on in the van, um, sort of like, you know, individually, occasionally, yeah. but we're more like, you know, you know, dig in in a kind of like group session yeah. style a little more often. And are you guys like a cooler, like with veggies, or are you guys like roadside McDonald's type of guys? No, we're pretty. We're, we do the the roadside barbecue. Yeah, we don't. Vibes. We yeah. we don't pass up great opportunities, but mm. we pack in order to make sure that those things are worth it. Because, like, if you start just expecting to eat crappy food, it's just gonna. You'll just it, eat crap. You're gonna eat crappy food. Yeah, there's no avoiding it. So you you can't plan to do that. You know, we we have these. I like to get like the whole chicken, like the chicken purse. Oh yeah, and we just mash that. You chicken know, purse, and like, that's where they tie your hands behind your back, and you have to eat the whole chicken. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the story. Nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> we usually like we hit the McDonald's in the first week, and then we don't do it. Yeah, again. we do like one. Hopefully, it's breakfast. We do it once, and then I mean, do it once. You do it right. You know, and that's it. And then you have your favorite spots, which you try to like. You everyone, you know, you get the chance to be like an ambassador because you get to travel. So, for instance, like my favorite banh mi in the country is in Knoxville, really, in like a strip mall that's by a car dealership. It's literally. That sounds right. That sounds I just, right. It's you just, want to share the name with the class? It's yeah. called um, uh, Bida Saigon. B I D A Saigon. All right. <clears throat> peppery pork pate. Ooh. It's it's like you can see the pork, the pepper in it. Like that is some good alliteration for food. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's hear another song as we salivate and look cool. up to this peppery pork pate. What are you going to hear and play next? It's called Regular World. All right. Here we go. Uh, regular it's another World. Another unreleased one. Ooh. Snacky Tunes exclusive. So good luck hearing no... it after this. <laughs> Regular size, regular drink, regular fries, regular pesticide, regular car, regular house, regular dads, regular channel five. That's just a regular life. Hey, hey, it isn't so bad. We all want to be someone. Regular girl, regular curl, regular video games and squirrel, regular cinnamon swirl, regular job, a regular tan, a regular man, a regular diamonds and pearls. That's just a regular world. Hey, hey, it isn't so bad. We all want to be someone. Someone 
barn burner that's a good one thanks appreciate it yeah it's great so you have some demos out on youtube teasing the new album we have been putting yeah exactly because it's kind of like elastic what our time frame is this year because of like stuff that we have going on developing so we thank you for all the clear details you like that no vagueness in that statement no we're signing the jinx records actually so (laughs) we we can't talk about it um uh yeah we uh we uh basically have so much new music and we've been playing it live people know it so yeah there's kind of like this we're having a trust kind of a good time with it i think that's awesome that is so frustrating to go and see a band play a new song and then being like shit i can't ever hear that yeah. and totally put it out again right and that might be months from when they're playing it yeah and we're using we're just using you know it's just kind of home demo stuff so it's sort of fun to be able to invite people into the process that way so they get to hear it as it have you gotten germinates have you gotten good feedback from fans that has changed the song um f- from the teasers yeah yeah i mean it's it's kind of like it's 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 made intentionally mysterious, so it's not clear whether they have something in there to latch onto. But I think that I think that you can tell in the comments and stuff that people are ready, and even live, we play live, and everyone's they're leaving comments on the Facebook page. What was the fourth song? I shot video, you know. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of exciting to see people gravitate towards the new stuff. Yeah. We've been playing the same set for a long time now, so yeah, we're pretty pumped to yeah. un- unleash new tunes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got fifteen, sixteen for the second for the full length. Eventually, you know, that's awesome coming together. So, and about and that many online already. So, that's so exciting. So yeah, you, you guys seem pretty pumped about what's happening. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really, I mean, we've been some of these tunes we've been honing for a while. So, it's, and you're yeah. still excited to play them because sometimes you know by the time the album gets out, you're like. I'm so sick of this song. I've been playing it for years. Yeah. yeah, but when you're growing, it's like everybody's new, right? To you, so it's. I mean, we don't have that like artists, artists dilemma thing. Like we're <laughs> we we're we're creative and comfortable and and pumped about what we do, and then we also are pumped about people enjoying it as a as like as like a real goal, and so we want to make sure that they get to be in on everything that's you know available from this from whenever they find it you know instead that, of cutting them out that's really refreshing a lot of people are just like well i'm doing this for me and you get to enjoy it yeah no the audience i mean i don't know it's it's a real real motivator i mean for, for yeah me. well every time you know we've, we've played some of these songs you know maybe hundreds of times hundreds, probably a few we've played a couple hundred times yeah. um uh the new ones i mean but every time a new crowd hears it, it to me it's like hearing it a, a new, you know, myself as well. To, 
just right. the way you play your favorite record for your friend. Oh, uh, man. Know? And it's like you've never heard the record before because the way they... You're watching them enjoy Taking it, it in. Yeah. Exactly. That's so. awesome. So you got Canada, you got Austin, you got... Nat- what cities are you looking forward to most on this tour? Um... That's, that's all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, it's so democratic. It's so pared down. It's it's like um, the way we're doing it this time is no Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays really. Okay. So we're kind of spacing it out and hitting bigger towns that oh, we've great. built up. Uh, places like Louisville, Austin's Louisville. a great one. We're playing Stubbs again. Yeah, um, Stubbs. Uh, L.A. is always fun. West Coast kind of yeah. like surrogate. Hometown. Where are you playing out in L.A.? Not sure yet. It's yeah. like still June. Definitely oh, okay. Yeah. June, yeah. Awesome. Um, Man, L.A., blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> L.A., yeah. yeah. Seriously. It's really finding coming into its own, huh? Hopefully we'll get to play on the Sunset Strip, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, sec- the second coming of the Sunset Strip was yeah. the animal, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. Um, all right, well, I want to make sure we have enough time for one more song, but where can people find you? Where can people get music? Spotify. Um, yeah, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. We're on all of those. Our Twitter is... Spirit Animal US. Um, our Instagram is Spirit Animal US. Our Facebook is backslash Spirit Animal US. Um, if you, you should be able to find us pretty easy on Spotify because we're we got the little blue check, so it should come up if you search Spirit Animal. Awesome website uh, Spirit Animal official US. Spirit Animal US. Yeah, official official tissue. Official tissue issue. And, uh, yep, we've got a tissue issue. <laughs> um, not a square to spare. Yeah, and we're really easy to find, and we're really uh, we love interacting with people. So if you if you holler at us, you know, we're the we'll be your holler back girl. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone, uh, Aaron, Chefs Club, Ola May. So excited. Let's get through this winter together. Let's get rid of this snow. <laughs> oh. Let's get in some shorts and eat some barbecue and some tacos. Am I right, guys? Oh my Absolutely. god. Absolutely. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Um, what's the last song you're gonna take us out with? It's an older one um, called Love Crime from our first EP throwback love it um shout out we'll be back next week with another episode of snacky tunes as always thank you to roberta's heritage liz and the pizza and salad that i'm staring at with very longing eyes <laughs> through the window yeah uh i'm darren shout out to greg uh, and the fam <laughs> no I, I think it's just actually no but you get a, it though like when the I, googly I eyes noise happens in cartoons oh yeah arugula <laughs> No. Is that going to be one of the dishes that changed America? Arugula salad? Probably shouldn't have said that twice. Um, All right. Well, here we go. We'll see you next week. food show. I have to make food jokes, man. Dude, I make food jokes all the time. I mean, you laugh at the food jokes. Arugula. There you go. All right. Here you guys. We'll see you next week. He did it better. I guess you didn't notice. We're not okay. I don't want to be in love I don't want to be in love that way Coming into focus I see in your eyes You don't know the meaning of You don't know the meaning of you and I One way lover, tick tock Do you one more time Or do I need your loving Hope not more than you need mine I got a lot of questions I don't want to ask Cause you never know what answer might You never know what answer might be the last And I gave all I had to give That became what I was asked to give away Your conviction, it's grave It's love crime And love crime does not pay
didn't know that I'm not your slave I don't want to be in love I don't want to be in love that way Going through the motions Like everything's fine You don't know the meaning of You don't know the meaning of you and I One way lover, tick tock Do you one more time? Do I need your loving? Hope not more than you need mine. Don't even gotta wonder if somebody else. I'd have been better off. I'd have been better off by myself. And I gave all I had to give. That became what I was asked to give away. Your conviction, it's great. It's love crime. Hard time, I should have you locked away. listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.